Hello there, I'm Dave Reagan, the founder of Lamb & Lion Ministries, and for the past 41 years I have served as its senior evangelist. We began this TV outreach 19 years ago in 2002, and this is our 977th program. It is also one of the most important programs we have ever broadcast. To learn why, stay tuned. Lamb & Lion Ministries presents Christ in Prophecy a program that focuses on the fundamentals of Bible prophecy, showing how current events in the news relate to biblical predictions of end-time events and the soon return of Jesus. Now, here's your host, Dr. David Reagan. Greetings in the name of Jesus, our blessed hope, and welcome to Christ in Prophecy. 41 years ago in 1980, I gave up my 20-year career as a university professor and stepped out in faith to establish this ministry. From the beginning, it was designed to be a ministry that would continue to exist beyond me should the Lord delay His return. Accordingly, it was incorporated as a non-profit corporation that was owned not by me, but by a board of 22 trustees. The point I'm making is that this has never been a Dave Reagan ministry. Instead, it has from the very beginning been a ministry that has belonged to the Lord and overseen by Him through the trustees who legally own the ministry. I am now 82 years old, and several years ago as I approached my 80th birthday, I decided it was time for the trustees to find a successor to me, a godly man who was a proven leader and an expert with regard to Bible prophecy. We committed the matter to prayer, and the Lord led the board to such a man, and they called him to replace me. He agreed, and the board crafted a very carefully designed and thorough three-year transition plan which will be brought to its conclusion next week on June the 1st of this year. At that time I will step aside from the leadership of the ministry, move my office to my home, and focus my future efforts on writing books and articles for our magazine. In a few minutes I will introduce my successor to you, but before I do so let me take just a moment to tell you what I think have been the keys to the success of this ministry over the years. First and foremost has been a daily devotional and prayer time. From the very time that this ministry began, we have uh, held a, a, a devotional time every day that started at about 8.30 and went to about 9.15. In other words, about 45 minutes every day. I know from experience that most ministries and most churches across the country may have such a meeting once a week or once a month. But I've always felt like prayer was the key to success. And so we have had this every day without exception. We meet together, we talk together, we uh, share our, our, our prayer requests with each other, and then we also take the prayer requests that have come in from viewers, and we pray over those, and we also pray over ten of our prophecy partners every day. And this to me is the most important reason that God has blessed this ministry over the years. In fact, not only do we do that, but before I come to the ministry each day, I pray personal prayers and also prayer for this ministry. In fact, I checked uh, this morning and I'm on page 6,300 of prayers just for this ministry, just for this ministry over 41 years. Now the second thing I think that uh, is a key to the success of this ministry is the fact that uh, the ministry has a call, and that call is very clear. The call is to proclaim the soon coming of Jesus to as many people as possible as quickly as possible. 
That was what we founded this ministry for, and that's what we have remained focused on throughout the history of the ministry. There have been many pressures over the years to move in some other direction, pressures to emphasize this or that or that or whatever. And I've always resisted those pressures because I knew that God had called me to do a particular thing, and that was to proclaim, teach the fundamentals of Bible prophecy and proclaim the soon coming of Jesus. You know, I want to, for example, with regard to this television program, I've had many people call me, sometimes trustees, sometimes staff members, sometimes just viewers, and say, so-and-so has a great witness. You ought to interview that person, and they can tell you how God changed their lives. And you know, that's important. It's important that, that people hear these witness statements. But that's not what this ministry was founded to do. This ministry was founded to proclaim Bible prophecy, teach it, and proclaim the soon coming of Jesus. And I think the Lord has blessed us because we have remained faithful to that. The only place where we have moved beyond that particular call is that we have always put some emphasis on apologetics, on the fundamentals of the faith. And one of the reasons we've done that is because Bible prophecy says that in the end times the church is going to be full of heresy and apostasy. And so we felt an obligation to bring in experts on apologetics and interview them from time to time about the fundamentals of the faith. The fourth reason I believe that God has blessed this ministry is because of accountability to a true board of trustees. Now this is something that probably most of you are not familiar with, but I'm very familiar with it, and that is the fact that most ministries like ours do not have a true board of trustees. Most of them have what is called a a reference board or a, uh, a board of advisors, but they don't have any real power. Our board owns the ministry. Our board sets all of the uh, principles of the ministry, and our board can always have the power to hire, uh, uh, to fire me and hire somebody else. I was responsible to the board. I had to make monthly reports to them, monthly financial reports, as well as written reports about what's going on in the ministry. And I think that that is very, very important that any ministry have a true board of trustees and not just simply a, 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 a suggested board or a board of, uh, that, that, that just gets together once in a while and may give some suggestions. You need a true board of trustees. People need to be under authority. And I've had people over the years say, I'd ask them why they didn't have a true board of trustees. And they say, well, I, you know, I report to God. Well, God <laughs> works through people and he works through trustees who oversee a ministry. You might be surprised to know that uh, the fifth reason that I believe that we are, have been so blessed by the Lord is the transparency of financial records. Did you know that one time I sat down and I called five or six of the most outstanding ministries, independent ministries in America, and asked them for a financial statement, and all five said, you must be nuts. They said, that's none of your business. That, that is not right, folks. When a ministry is supported by donors, when it's supported by donors, that ministry should be open and transparent about all of its financial records. And that's where we are. We, we print a monthly financial uh, record of, of income and expenses, and it's uh, available to the press, you, uh, available to the general public. You can have, anybody can get a copy of it. We have an annual audit that we put on the internet, and you can go to the internet and you can read the audit. We believe that we should be transparent about all operations of the ministry and its finances. If you want to know my salary, I'd be glad to tell you my salary. We have no financial secrets in this ministry, and most ministries will not tell you anything about their finances.
I think another reason that God has blessed us so much is because we have been operating debt-free from the beginning. From the very beginning the trustees made the point that we would always operate debt-free. So that when we would get ready for example to build a building, you know what I would do? We would raise the money for the foundation, pour the foundation, I'd take a photograph of the foundation, we would put it in our next newsletter, and then we'd say, okay it's time to put the walls up. Here's what that's going to cost. And then when we got the walls up, we say, okay, now it's time to put a roof on it. And now it's time to, to do the interior. And we, we would do each step as we had the money. And guess what? When we finished the building, it was paid for. And so our buildings and equipment are paid for. It's one of the reasons that we were able to make it through the pandemic uh, uh, without any major problem, because everything was paid for. Another reason that God has blessed this is because we have served as a channel of blessings to other ministries. We have helped establish five other ministries, four of which were Bible prophecy ministries. In addition to that, we have also supported many ministries around the world. Some, I think now more, something like 12, 13 ministries we support around the world. Last year, we gave almost $400,000 to other ministries. We, we've been a channel of support, not only supporting uh, the, the establishment of ministries, but supporting them financially over the years. And God has blessed us for doing that. And then there's another reason that God has blessed us, and that is because we have been very flexible with regard to uh, changes in technology. Uh, this has been something that's been very important in the history of this ministry. When we first started, uh, we had no internet. There was no internet whatsoever. It's so difficult to start a ministry without people knowing who you are. And we had no internet for 15 years, not until 1995 where we had any internet access. So nobody knew who I was. I spent I think the first five years talking to little country churches. And of course God was developing me and developing the, the message. And so I was holding 40, 45 many, uh, meetings a year. And, and uh, this was very important, but still we needed to get into technology. And so in 1987 I took a, a sabbatical, and during that year I began writing books. And when that year was over with I was so pleased with what had been done with those books that I decided I'd cut my meetings in half to go from 40 to 20 and to focus instead on writing, developing the, uh, the newsletter we had into a magazine, and also uh, writing more and more books. In addition to that we had a website in, uh, that developed in 1995, but it was a website that was mainly just uh, a library of articles. That's all it was. And I wanted a website that was alive, a website that was vibrant, a website that was interacting with people on a personal basis. And so we were prayed about that and blessed to have Nathan Jones come and join our ministry. A man who knew Bible prophecy, knew everything there was to know about websites, and he completely revolutionized our website to make it a very active outreach. In fact I would imagine we reach more people through that website than any other means of outreach. We've also gone into television and many other aspects of technology. And because of that I think God has blessed our ministry. But the most important thing was prayer. And I would urge you to start each day with prayer also. If you don't have time for prayer, you're too busy. Start your day every day with a devotional in which you spend some time in the Word of God, and you spend some time praying about every aspect of your life and all the needs of those in your family. And God will bless you richly for doing that. Now in a moment what I'm going to do is, uh, if you'll stay tuned, I'm going to make an important announcement as to my successor. And so just in a moment after an announcement, we'll, I'll introduce you to him. 
On July 17th, Lamb & Lion Ministries will host our annual Bible Conference. The theme will be The Power of Prophecy, A Voice Crying in the Wilderness. Our special lineup of speakers includes Bob Russell, the acclaimed former pastor of one of the nation's largest churches, Alan Franklin, a British journalist who connects Bible prophecy to today's current events, Nathan Jones, our ministry's internet evangelist and co-host of our television program, me, Tim Moore, the new director of the ministry and host of Christ in Prophecy, and Dr. David Reagan, the founder of Lamb and Lion Ministries. We will be recognizing and celebrating Dr. Reagan's 41 years of dedicated service. Special music will be provided by the Purple Hulls, a high-energy bluegrass sister duo. The conference will be held at the Courtyard by Marriott in Allen, Texas, a suburb just north of Dallas. The registration for this conference is only $10. For further details and to register, please visit our website at lamblion.com. We look forward to seeing you in July. Welcome back to Christ in Prophecy and our discussion of this ministry's transition of leadership. As you can see, I have been joined in the studio by two of my colleagues, my co-host Nathan Jones, and also, who also serves as the ministry's uh, internet evangelist, and my designated successor, Colonel Tim Moore. Before I introduce you to Tim in detail, I want to read a scripture. And the scripture that I have in mind is from Ecclesiastes chapter 3. It says, there is a right time for everything, time to be born, time to die, time to plant, time to harvest, time to destroy, a time to rebuild, a time to cry, a time to laugh, a time to grieve, a time to dance. And I might add, a time to retire and a time for a new vision. I've had people tell me over and over, it's not biblical to retire. No place in the Bible can you find somebody retiring. Well, that's not true at all. In Numbers chapter 9, verses 21 through 24, it says, The Lord instructed Moses, the Levites are to begin serving in the tabernacle at the age of 25 and are to retire at the age of 50. After retirement, they can assist with various light duties, but will have no regular responsibilities. So, retirement is a biblical concept. But I, you know, a person who's called to serve the Lord never really retires. I'm going to retire to my house and focus on writing writing for the magazine, and writing books. So I will still be doing that, but not in a leadership position in this ministry. I have always referred to Tim as a Renaissance man because he has excelled in so many ways. You know, he's a graduate of the Air Force Academy. He completed 30 years of service in the Air Force before retiring as a full bird colonel, which is awesome to me. And while serving in the Air Force Reserves, he was elected to the Kentucky State House of Representatives in 2006. He proceeded to serve 13 years as a conservative leader. During his tenure as a legislator, Tim chaired the Veterans Military Affairs and Public Protection Committee, as well as the Pro-Life Caucus and the Prayer Caucus. He instituted an annual convocation of prayer and advocated godly policies with consistent conviction. And while simultaneously serving in the Air Force Reserves and in the legislature, he held down a job as a pilot and pilot instructor for one of the nation's foremost commercial airlines. Oh, and I should also add that while managing all three of these demanding jobs at the same time, he has also served this ministry in his spare time for the past six years as a volunteer evangelist, speaking at churches and conferences all across our nation about Bible prophecy. Whew! 
I get tired just talking about all of his involvements, but most of all, I feel that this ministry is being greatly blessed by God to have such an outstanding, proven leader to take over the leadership of this ministry. Nathan, how about sharing your thoughts about this? Well, I've been now with the ministry 14 years, and when I came on to this ministry, you were approaching 70. And so you hear a lot of ministries where the, the lead founder, when he passes away, so does the ministry. And I was concerned at the time. I thought, well, my run here at the ministry will probably be four years tops. And you have worked into your 80s and you still have the energy of a 50-year-old. Uh, but there's a lot of concern amongst the people, the staff. Where is the ministry going? Is it going to fold when Dr. Reagan retires or, heaven forbids, passes uh, unexpectedly? And But you've always had a vision and a passion for the soon return of Jesus Christ. And you want that message to continue and grow. And over the years, Tim has joined us more and more and taken on, and he shares that passion and that vision. And you want to see this message go past you. And that's to be commended. I think everybody in the audience is excited about that. So Tim and I, we share the same passion for the soon return of Jesus Christ. Tim and I work very well together. I'm excited about the leadership opportunities that he, and the experience that he's bringing to the ministry. And that'll allow me to focus continually on the expanding internet ministry while he takes on the daily leadership ministry and plans all this stuff and, and has a new vision for the future. And it's exciting times are coming ahead. So as I mourn the passing, I'm wearing black, I'm mourning the passing of, of my mentor, David Reagan. I'm getting a new mentor and a new colleague who's going to take this message and continue to expand it and grow it and reach everybody as quickly as we can, as many people as we can with the message of Jesus Christ. Well, thank Christ. you, Nathan. I appreciate that. You know, one of the advantages of this transition that we've been going through for several years is that everybody on the staff knows Tim very well and he knows knows all of them well. And what would you say is the attitude of the staff toward the transition? Uh, Tim is already a staff member. I mean, we don't see him <laughs> as some new guy coming in. He's been working with us for a few years now. We've known for three years now that he was becoming in and taking over the leadership position. He's been on TV shows. We've done conferences together. He's already planning future conferences and events. Uh, a lot's going on. So Tim is already part of it. So I don't see it really as a transition, but more of just a kind of a change in roles a bit. We are co-laborers in Christ already, and we, as you said, have already been planning some things down the road, and I'm excited. I, I think the staff has uh, shared that excitement. I appreciate you saying so. Well, I know one thing, folks, and that is that uh, Tim has spent a lot of time over the last few years speaking at churches and conferences all across this nation, and he has, uh, the Lord has really developed him in terms of his uh, presentations and he really knows Bible prophecy, and so you're going to see this ministry continue to focus on that. Uh, also, Tim has been the one who has led the uh, pilgrimages to Israel over the past, uh, what, six years, something yes, like that. I, I had to stop. That was one of my favorite things to do, but I had to stop it because my wife became so ill and I couldn't leave her. And so I asked Tim to step in and take that role. He had already been to Israel with me, I think, three times and he had been trained on how to lead a group. And so he became a real polished leader of, of groups to Israel. He's done so many over the years. He knows Israel backward and forward. And so that's another positive aspect of his taking over this ministry. How, why don't you talk about that for a moment? Well, when you first invited me to become involved in the ministry, I, it, it 
really was a dream come true. I didn't imagine that I would be able to actually work with Lamb and Lime Ministries. I volunteered to come down and help stuff <laughs> envelopes. But when you said, I want you to lead the pilgrimages to Israel, I realized that all the training I'd had in the Air Force in various capacities really suited for that role. And it just, it, it resonated in my heart. I had a thrill of leading people to see what the Lord is doing there in the Promised Land right before our very eyes. People do not realize what a challenge that is because when you're leading 50 people around a foreign country, at any given moment somebody's lost a passport, somebody's misplaced a purse, somebody's ill, somebody, it just... <laughs> But it's been a great blessing and joy. And I've led many people already. I look forward to future trips and hopefully Nathan and I someday can be back there together again. But hey, yes. it is a great joy to be able to take folks to Israel. Well, Tim, I would like to portray the passage of the leadership uh, baton, you know, passing the baton in this ministry as we have on this picture behind me. I, I'd, like to, I'd like to do that in a symbolic way. And, um, but before I do so, uh, let me take a moment to explain something. Folks, during the 41 years I've served this ministry, there have been many very blessed moments for me. And one of those occurred in July of 2016 when I was asked to be the keynote speaker at the Messianic Jewish Alliance of America's annual convention, which was held at Messiah University in Pennsylvania. This is a big convention. It lasts a week and there's thousands there. I spoke on the evil of replacement theology, the idea that God is rejected and replace the Jewish people with the church. When I finished that evening and started to walk off the stage, I noticed a group of half dozen Messianic rabbis walking on the stage toward me. So I stepped aside to let them pass, but instead they grabbed me by the arm and led me back out on the stage. I had no idea what they were doing. They then stunned me by announcing that they were going to ordain me as an honorary Messianic rabbi. As a memento of the ceremony, they gave me this very, very beautiful uh, prayer shawl, which is in, in this case here. And I want to pass this along. This is one of my most precious possessions, and I want to pass it along to Tim as a symbolic gesture of the passing of the baton from one leader to another. And I want to ask uh, Nathan to help us with this. So let's step up and do that right now. Here is the beautiful prayer shawl that they gave me. And we'll put it around your shoulders here. Here we go. All right. And how about a yarmulke? Okay, a kippah as well. <laughs> We're going to make you orthodox. All right. Okay. For the moment, I'm honored. Thank you very, okay. very much. God bless you, brother. Wow. Well, thank you, Dave and Nathan. And, and Dave, thank you quite frankly, for the trust that you've put into me and the encouragement you've offered me these many months and these past years. I, I really am honored to follow in your footsteps and humbled by the call that you have placed on my life and the Lord Himself has placed on my life as director and senior evangelist here yeah. at Lamb and Lion Ministries. You know, folks, throughout our transition over the past three years, it has been our collective hope that Jesus Christ would make this final passage of the baton unnecessary because we all hoped He would call us to Himself in the rapture. But exercising the same responsibility that David Reagan has demonstrated for 41 years, we prepared for this day with thoughtful intentionality. Our theme verse for this transition was Proverbs 16:9. The mind of man plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. And looking back, we did make many plans, but the Lord certainly has directed our path. As I stand before you today, it may look like this talit that Dave and Nathan placed on me is a lightweight garment, but I can tell you 
that I feel the great weight of responsibility it represents. From this day forward, I'll be responsible for day-to-day -day operations at Lamb & Lion Ministries, our weekly episodes of Christ in Prophecy, our bi-monthly Lamplighter Magazine, serving as president of our board of trustees and interacting with donors and sister ministries. I'll be casting the vision for how we continue to fulfill our mission. Sort of like Solomon following King David, I understand the challenge before me and the size of the shoes I have to fill. The immensity of that challenge would be overwhelming except for one thing, and that is conveyed by Dave's own description of what he laid on my shoulders today. He called this a prayer shawl. To me, this represents the prayers of our staff, our trustees, our prophecy partners and supporters, ministry partners and fellow ministers and evangelists, my family and my own prayers. I hope it will also represent the prayers of all of you who are watching this program. Please know that I welcome and need your prayers. I'm also wearing a yarmulke or kippah, as Nathan said. Observant Jewish men wear this as a testimony of their reverence of God and to remind them that He is always above them and watching over them. To cite Solomon again, without the Lord's constant leading, His continuing direction of my path in this ministry's future, we would not know our left from our right, or whether to come in or go out. But with His Holy Spirit to lead and empower us, we will continue to fulfill the call placed on David Reagan 41 years ago. We will proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ to as many people as possible, as quickly as possible. As we begin a new era at Lamb & Lion Ministries, or what some of our friends might refer to as a new dispensation, I make this pledge. I will love the Lord with all my heart and soul and strength. Together with our gifted staff, I will endeavor to reach new audiences and new generations with the message that Jesus is coming soon. We've been working on some exciting projects for the future. In the months to come, I'll look forward to sharing our vision of things to come. But for now, I want to thank Dr. David Reagan, Lamb and Lion Ministries, and my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for the great privilege of serving Him at such a time as this. Until He comes, may He be glorified in all we say and do. Well, folks, that's our program for today. I hope it has been a blessing to you. And I hope, quite frankly, that you'll stay in touch with us here at Lamb & Lion Ministries. I've already asked for your prayers. We'd welcome your input on shows you'd like to see, on things that you have experienced, and on blessings that you can share with us so we can rejoice with you and keep you in our prayers, even by name. And so, in the weeks to come, you'll see a lot of new things. We hope you will stay connected to us and communicate with us regularly. Next week, the Lord willing, we will begin a whole new era with this television program, with me hosting along with Nathan Jones serving as my co-host. So until next week, this is Tim Moore speaking for Lamb & Lion Ministries saying, look up and be watchful, for our redemption is drawing near. Godspeed. The third edition of Dr. Reagan's book, Trusting God, Learning to Walk by Faith, has just been published and is available for a donation of $20 or more. That includes the cost of shipping. The most common response we have received to this book over the years has been an emotional one. 
It had me laughing one moment and crying the next. In anecdotal form, Dr. Reagan tells a story of his wrestling match with God that led him to surrender his academic career and enter full-time ministry, dedicating his life to proclaiming the soon return of Jesus. In the process, he explores central questions of life that confront people on a daily basis. And with each copy ordered, we will supply you with a copy of Colonel Tim Moore's new 48-page booklet titled, Looking Forward to the Reign of Jesus Christ. This booklet explains why Tim has a premillennial view of end-time prophecy and why it matters. Just ask for offer number 957. You can place your order through our website at lamblion.com or by calling the number you see on the screen, Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Central Time. Again, you can place your order through our website or by calling the number you see on the screen. Just ask for offer number 957. You can be assured that these materials will be a great blessing to you in understanding God's prophetic word. Thank you for joining us on today's Christ in Prophecy, a presentation of Lamb and Lion Ministries, a non-denominational ministry dedicated to teaching the fundamentals of biblical prophecy and proclaiming the soon return of Jesus. 